tuning into cult podcast i'm Paige wesley and i'm armando torres and with us we have travel madness <laughs> yeah uh Paige just got back from a little place i don't know if you've ever heard of it called tokyo japan you heard of it have you heard of it mm-hmm. did you have you heard of i think the largest most populated city in the world is that true i don't know it seemed pretty big to me Oh, yeah, well, that's fair. I just looked it up. Tokyo is the world's largest city by urban area and metropolitan area. I don't know what that necessarily means, but it sounds like it's pretty fucking big. How was it? It was both awesome and terrible at the same time. <laughs> uh, it's it's one of the only places where I've been like, there's so much I love about this and so much I hate about this <laughs> at the same time time um because it has like the coolest stuff everything is amazing like you can walk around at like two in the morning and feel completely safe and it's beautiful um the trains are clean like everything is clean uh the food is amazing i didn't have a single piece of bad food while i was there like it was all great but you also feel low level uncomfortable the entire time you're there if you're if you're me because uh nothing is even made for like average american size let alone being plus size and so like the train is super uncomfortable seats everywhere are super uncomfortable if you can find a seat somewhere uh everything is stairs hardly anything is accessible as we found out because a guy in our group had a wheelchair uh like it was a whole lot of like Oh man, this is an assault on the senses. Mm -hmm. Because when you're like uncomfortable the whole time, any minor inconvenience just kind of like stacks on top of that. Yeah. Um, but I would say knowing that now there there are things and ways I could have avoided some of that discomfort. I just didn't know. And now I do know. And so I think going back, I would have a much more fun time. Because again, the food, the people, the stores, the stuff, all of it was so cool that like the only downside is you're like my back is in agony because of I, I haven't been able to like sit down comfortably in three days like that kind of, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> comedy was great. Uh, the, the comedy club there was super fun. Uh, all the comics we met were incredibly nice. Everyone was good. Not a single bad set, not a single bad battle, which is hard to do. Um, so it was overall good. I just think that now I have a list of like things I would do differently next time. So, mm. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You I, should I, not go. I Yeah, I was just going to say <laughs> there's a I, I feel like I got a little bit of that when I was in uh, France. Uh, where I was like, wow, this place is so historic and so beautiful and so like ancient. Not that's not true. It's not ancient yeah, at all. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. kind of in a way. It, but it, it's you. You stand in the middle of this beautiful city uh, that feels like it's been there so much longer than you have, and you feel so awesome. And then you stop for a second, and you're like, it smells like piss, bo, and I can't sit anywhere. <laughs> I fucking hate this place. <laughs> 
like that's that's the thing about traveling to other places is that uh and i mean any other place i mean within america within mm. uh the world I, I swear to god that i would probably go to space and be like wow i want to go home i want to go <laughs> home really bad <laughs> i, I really will say I, I will say japan doesn't feel like the past it feels like blade runner that's pretty dope uh, and it doesn't smell like pee anywhere like it it is insanely clean there's like no trash people like carry their trash with them because they are all very respectful uh no one cat called no one was mean to me like like from an experience perspective if i'd been able to sit down uh and and if we had learned quicker that taxis were so cheap uh we would have had a perfect vacation and it would have been amazing um once we learned that taxis were cheap, we had a much better time. Uh, because even though the trains are pristine, they were confusing and the stations are not laid out great. And holy hell, was it uncomfortable? Because they like pack you in. And mm -hmm. I'm only five foot two. So like I can barely hang on to the handles. I can barely reach them. And so I basically, anytime we rode the train and it was crowded, I basically just got battered by people's bodies <laughs> for like 30 minutes. And like, some of the stuff where it's like you could take a train, like three different trains for 45 minutes to get to a place, or you could take a 10 minute taxi for $6. And we just didn't know <laughs> that it was like a 10 minute taxi for $6. And if we had, uh, we would have been in a lot less pain, I think. Yeah. I was um, just going to ask from a, how much was a train ticket? Uh, trains were like a dollar fifty. They were, they were probably even less than that. Yeah. The trains were super cheap. Uh, but here's the thing six bucks for three of us to get somewhere also cheap so like yeah it was not that much more expensive for our comfort but we did not know that until like two or three days in because like everyone we were encountering were people who live there all the time so like they're used to the trains they know the train routes not as opposed to us getting confused and lost and stuff and so they were like yeah just take the train uh and had implied that taxis were crazy expensive uh and lo and behold they indeed were not and so once we found out they weren't we had a much better time this is a problem that i've been facing here uh in a very similar place to tokyo japan called austin texas Austin, Texas. yeah they're very it's it's also like blade runner here but more because everyone has a gun and i'm not sure who's real anymore <laughs> um <laughs> I went to the draft house and got a pizza within cells, cells. I went to, <laughs> I went to Barbarella's and drank a lot of alcohol for very cheap within interlinked, interlinked. Sorry. That's my, <laughs> that's for nobody. That was such a dumb joke for nobody. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've lived in Austin, Texas for about a month now. And, um, one thing that people that I've noticed is people, here we'll talk about how expensive something is and then I'll go look at it and I'm just like, it's a dollar fifty for gas, y'all. You are fucking tripping. I don't Thank know you. what is yes. wrong with you people. Yes. Yeah. And it's like I get that it's all relative, but it's one of those things where somebody will tell you something's expensive and you're like, I used to fucking pay nine dollars for this back home for this coffee. Now I can go to any coffee shop. I can go to I can afford to go to a fancy shop and have a they them make me my coffee for a dollar twenty nine. It's awesome. <laughs> I feel like a god. I get to support <laughs> small businesses and it's not and they're like, thanks for paying the extra upcharge. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, sure. 
Oh God. I mean, we we went out for arguably the the best ramen that has ever graced my face. Uh and there were three of us and you lived in Los Angeles. How much like if you went to Silver Lake Ramen and got like the best ramen you could get in Los Angeles, how much is that gonna cost per person? Twenty four ninety nine, probably. We we looked it up. We Googled it while we were at this restaurant. To get the quality of ramen we got was $35 per person oh! in Los Angeles. Our total for all three of us to eat at this restaurant and to have like extras and stuff was $40. So like it's stuff like that where they're like, yeah, I mean, you don't want to go. It's they, they People tried to talk us out of going to Tokyo Disney. They were like, it's really expensive. It's like $60 a ticket. And I was like, Regular Disney in Los Angeles is $189 a ticket. Like, yeah. you don't understand. And they covered our Airbnb. They covered our flights. And so, essentially, I was like, I did comedy for a free trip to Japan. I'm here to spend money, baby. <laughs> like, I'm going to buy all the weird 7-Eleven foods, which I did indeed, and try, like, all the crazy stuff. So a $6 taxi so that my back doesn't hurt. Definitely within the budget. Yeah, I think also there's something to mention here where like I I think I think I didn't realize how expensive Los Angeles is. Like yes. everyone oh, tells yeah. you how expensive it is, but you don't and then you go, you know, you go somewhere else in the country. You go to the Midwest and you pay $3 for a fucking PBR or something and you feel like, "Oh man, this is awesome." Yeah. Uh, it's, it is, I did not realize that basically Los Angeles is okay. Imagine going about your day to day, wherever you live, that's not Los Angeles, where you pay the normal amount for stuff. And then as soon as you're done paying that normal amount, somebody runs up to you and slaps you in the face, takes an extra $8 out of your bag and then runs away while telling you that you're the problem. <laughs> Yes. That's Los Angeles. <laughs> Move home then. But I live here. Yeah. But I I do I'm from here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's it's a place where like I don't know, I miss it dearly, but I'm I'm not missing the fact that everything is so 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 much of an upcharge, but um yeah, I I I'm I'm glad you had fun in Tokyo. Tokyo is one of those places that I've always wanted to go because it just looks amazing and uh I think maybe pound for pound because every country has like, did you know in X country you can do X weird thing? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I Every country has something like that. Like America is like, did you know that in America you can get a burger on top of a chicken sandwich and that's on the menu? With donuts for the buns? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like a special Which, thing you have to order. By the way, you can also in Japan. Like, I don't know how those people collectively are so thin with the food they have readily available. <laughs> I don't understand. I think it's all the stairs and non-accessibility. Yeah, no, that's, that's gotta it be it. It's, it's definitely the fucking stairs. We were getting like 20,000 steps a day with like not even realizing it was wild. Yeah, I feel like pound for pound, Japan has the most amount of like, hey, come get some, come get some weird shit right quick of any yes. other place, specifically Tokyo, probably. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I've seen pictures when we were working on the stuff for like, ugh, when I used to work at Legoland as a master model builder, uh, we were working on uh, Legoland Japan 
and which I'm surprised you didn't go to Legoland Japan to see all my hard work. It's weird that you went to Lego or to Disney uh, Tokyo. I went to Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, hmm, hmm. That's weird. To, to be able to only ride one ride because the lines were so long. <laughs> interesting, interesting. That's weird that you didn't, you know, you didn't go yeah. to my thing. You went I'm to. I'm sorry. The, okay. I was I was drunk on milk, uh, like uh, uh, butter flavored bread. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Because for a second, what you said to me was, I was drunk on milk. And I, I, I was going to say milk bread. And I was like, no, that's not what it was. It was butter flavored bread. Okay. Yeah. But it was but so good. Alcoholic milk is probably the, the thing that would kill me the fastest. If there was, if there was, if they every person. had some. If every person has a kryptonite, then my kryptonite is alcohol flavored milk or alcohol infused milk, I guess. So in Tokyo, there's alcohol everywhere at all times of day. Awesome. Like, because you could buy it at any convenience store and there were no open container laws. What? And, yeah, dude, it was fucking wild, which I didn't know. Like, we, <laughs> we found out the hard way. We were at the comedy club uh, and we had finished our, our second night of shows. So we did, like, the first night we judged roast battles for a bunch of their virgin suicides which is basically people who are doing it for the first time and they were all amazing like it was the best crop of people doing it for the first time i have ever seen uh and then the next night we did stand up for the first show and then we did la versus tokyo their best battlers versus our best battlers for the second show and it was amazing and it was standing room only so it was like this packed and so we're like crammed in the comedy club drinking and uh, I had ginger ale, but the person I was talking to had like a cocktail and they were also American. So we're like standing there crammed and there's like a giant open hallway, like right outside the comedy club. But it means that like you'd be outside the comedy club. And I was like, God, if we could just stand over there and talk like I wouldn't be crammed in this place. And I realized I was like, the only reason I was staying inside is because he had a drink. And so I turned to him and I was like, Hey, do they have open container laws here? He was like, "Oh, hell no! Yeah, let's we, let's just walk outside." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, what?" Yeah, you uh, gotta you yeah. gotta love Blade Runner goes to New Orleans. That rocks. Uh, That's awesome. They we also I accidentally bought booze because I couldn't read and didn't realize that there was a percentage. I thought it was like grape soda. It was like ten percent. <laughs> alcohol by volume wine in a plastic soda bottle <laughs> like how was i supposed to know i got a couple gulps into it i was like this tastes like real whiny and then pat barker was like Paige, there's a percentage on it that's clearly alcohol and i was like oh, oh no <laughs> that was my question to you is when you saw like 10 percent, did your brain I go didn't like see it i didn't oh. i didn't notice that i was like oh it's 10% grape by volume. That's awesome. Grape by volume. Huh. Yeah. They fit a lot of grape into this bad boy. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, a whole 10%. And then there's some stuff that they're just like, it's whatever seltzer. And you're like, okay, does that mean, like, is it alcohol? Is it not? I was very confused by what was alcohol and what was just a weird flavored soda. Uh, but I only guessed wrong that one time. I did have Melon Fanta multiple times, which is bright like radioactive green mm -hmm. but is delicious so there was that 
That sounds really fucking good. I love the different flavors that they have for stuff uh, in so Japan. Good. Like, the, what is it? The green tea or the mochi? Uh, Kit Kats. Uh, Kit Kats. Oh, I have ooh. a whole bag of them. Oh, you got to send me like two of them. Just two of them. I, they, they're like little tiny ones. But also, I found out some of them you can get here. Oh, yeah. In yeah, LA. Yeah. You can uh, get them yeah, here, too, at a Daiso or something. Yeah, I brought home banana, peach, milk tea, wheat, which is has like surprisingly like my favorite it's so good uh green tea strawberry and dark chocolate and then pat and his wife tiff went back to don quixote the day after i flew home and they found mint chocolate chip ice cream and i was very jealous because they did not have that the day i was there so yeah a lot of those flavors i take it back actually too much too much going on for me too much <laughs> too many flavors I one of them one of the one which is good Sure. Yeah, that's fine. And that's understandable. Look, as an American, we've turned ice cream into birthday cake before. All right. We, we yeah. know we know the limits of our own fatitude. But I, <laughs> I you, you were listing the names of some Kit Kat flavors and I thought you were naming different ones. But it wasn't until you finished that I realized that was one flavor that you were going. It's like peach milk something something and oh wheat. no those were all different flavors oh thank god i thought <laughs> you were, were all flavors <laughs> yeah no, i had peach the... strawberry milk and wheat and i was like Paige, that's the those are the ingredients to make a cake you just ate baking ingredients no uh no wheat kit kats what and they it? taste kind of like a brown sugary almost graham crackery flavor oh. but like white chocolate texture it's so good it was really good. Uh, like, like when we like laid all the bags out, I was like, this one might be a weird one. And then it was my favorite one. That and the milk tea. The milk tea was also really good. You guys sound like kids after the, your first outing of trick-or-treating. <laughs> like you're just like, ooh, what's this? A Butterfinger? This you can have the green finger? tea ones. Yeah, yeah, you can have the green tea ones if I can have your wheat-flavored candy bar. I also, so I went to 7-Eleven every day. Um, in fact, we went in the morning as like an outing because it, there was one like right around the corner from where we stayed and uh -huh. we tried to get different stuff every day, but there was some stuff that we got multiple times. Cause like the fried chicken at Seven Eleven was great. Although Lawson's and family Mart also had great fried chicken. Um, Seven Eleven was just closest to us. And then the butter flavored bread, which looked like a flat croissant, but was more like brioche texture, but it tasted like popcorn butter. Wow. Oh, it's hmm. it's impossible to describe and yet they were delicious and addicting. Interesting. It's also it's very fun to me that Tokyo, Japan might be the only place where you can say the phrase. I went to 7-Eleven every day and it is sad. It is no, a sad. No, and everyone's like, "Of course you did. Tell me everything about it." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's also we found um our favorite Dorito flavor of all time that was like a limited edition. We'll probably never get to have it again, but it was avocado cheese. Oh, but it, yeah, but it like didn't taste like guacamole. It, it just tasted like avocado, like a light avocado, but then also like a cheddar cheese. Interesting. It was this, it was real subtle. It was amazing. Uh, and then we were like on the lookout for them to try and find them other places. And like, we're trying to like every store we went into, we were looking for those Doritos um, Did you go to the uh, two-story 7-Eleven or just the regular ones? We went to just the regular one. We went to a two-story Don Quixote, which had mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. That's where we found the beef teriyaki-flavored Cheetos made with real beef. Um, mm -hmm. 
Okay. Shockingly good. I liked them. I thought they were tasty. I think my brain shorted out for a second. Can you ex- <laughs> can you say what they were again for me one more time? Beef teriyaki flavored Cheetos made with real beef. Okay, that's what I thought you said, and I'm. That is what I said. How when you say made with real beef, how mm. is it like little beef chunks in the? It's like beef powder. Like they dehydrated beef and then ground it into a powder. And then that's some of the powder that's on the Cheeto. No, that's too far, Paige. That's too far. It's too far into the future. But it's like real good, though. I don't know. I liked them a lot. I I brought some home for everyone to try. And everyone else was like, no. Yeah. (laughs) No surprise. Hard pass. And I was like, I don't know. They kind of slapped, though. And they were like, you should have your head examined. Of course they're fucking confused, Paige, because what you're basically telling people is like, we took a cow, obliterated it, broke it down into its very essence, and then sprinkled it over Cheetos. Over Cheetos, yeah. Uh, I also, I had the candy strawberries. The candy? Have you you seen this shit? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Heard about this? Um, It's where they take fresh strawberries and they put them on a skewer, and then they dip them into molten sugar and let it crystallize. So it's clear on the outside, but it's almost got like a clear candy coating, but they only do it so fast that like the strawberries inside are still like fresh and juicy. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Super good. Highly it recommend. Sounds phenomenal. It's really good. That's one of those things that I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like I got to find a place that has them here because <laughs> they're so good. But yes. What was your favorite part about uh about Japan? Would would you have to say? Honestly, like if I I really did love just kind of walking around and finding weird stuff. That was my favorite part. Um because there was so much stuff. Like we walked they they took us to get kebab one night because they were like this is our drunk food and we were like kebab like skewers and they were like no what are you talking about (laughs) and they took us to this kebab place they gave us the option they were like there's a good kebab place but the people who run it are racist assholes or there's a bad kebab place but they play tupac and we were like let's go to the tupac one Mm. and even that was delicious and it was basically like a vaguely mediterranean burrito Yeah. yeah because it was like a wrap but it was in a flour tortilla like not like a lavash wrap or whatever. Uh, and then they had these things called long, long potatoes, which were just like long French fries with sweet chili on them. But there was stuff like that everywhere. Like if you just walked and stopped at like any street place, the food was amazing. And it was so safe. And there was like nobody like messing with you on the street or anything. Like it's unlike any city I've ever been in, in that you could just freely walk around and not worry about yourself. Mm. And that was amazing. That's probably my favorite part is the freedom you feel to safely walk around Tokyo. Uh, And I feel like that's unlike any other place that I've ever been. That and literally everything that crossed my lips was delicious. Not not a bad food in the bunch. (laughs) The phrasing on that was choice. Uh, I... Two things. First of all, I'm a firm believer that if you want good food, there needs to be a little bit of hate in your heart. All right. That's what (laughs) you go watch Gordon Ramsay and tell me that the hate is not fueling his beef Wellington to be the best it could possibly be. 
When, well, I still think mine's better, but whatever. Sure, sure, yeah, but that's because but you've that's got my a, hate in my heart yeah, against a, Gordon Ramsay. You've got a deep, ancient hate that just builds inside of you and really brings out the umami and the mushroom. Yes. Um, yeah, th that's one of the other. It's uh, what is it? Uh, salt, fat, heat, acid, heat, acid, heat, hate, and that's those are mm. the five things that make it up. Uh, if you've ever been to a Los Angeles kitchen and speak Spanish, you know just how many homophobic slurs are being thrown around. But for every one that you hear, it's just like, mm, oh, it's so good. Ooh. It's so Ooh, good. The birria. Yeah. Yeah, mm. exactly. That's why when they were like, there's a good place, but they're racist. I was like, mm, sign me up for that one, baby. <laughs> Honestly, there was a huge old line. And the one we went to was also amazing so like and then we asked we're like if this is the less good place how good is their stuff and half the people with us are like it isn't that good not good enough to put up with the racism <laughs> yeah when i was in uh when i was in when i was in europe every, i mean that's the thing is that they all ate kebab and they called it kebab too yeah they they call it kebab and that that's their late night drunk shit Whereas, like, we in Los Angeles have, like, tacos and hot dogs vended from a guy with a modified ice cream cart and a like cookie A shopping sheet. cart. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to explain this to them. I was like, it's the bacon-wrapped hot dogs in the shopping carts. And they were like, aren't those illegal? I was like, you know what? Fuck the police. <laughs> yeah. So are the people cooking them. But we like them. And <laughs> we want we them like here. <laughs> yeah. We are never turning them in. I don't care if they have a D health code rating. Exactly. See, that's... I tried explaining to somebody. Okay. <laughs> First of all, two things. Uh, I To finish my original thought was I, I, I don't think that I could feel safe in a place that didn't at least have a little bit of crime that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't at least a little unsafe because people assume that I, me walking around am unsafe. But when you've been around actual crime, you're like, oh, that guy's harmless. That's just a giant yeah, yeah, teddy yeah. bear man walking around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also if you don't have a little bit of crime, how are you going to get a Mexican in a shopping cart with a fucking cookie sheet and a butane tank making you a hot dog outside of Staples Center? Huh? Answer me that Japan. Instead, you have people working inside a little, a little cart thing playing Tupac and then painting a mural of a, of a black person that says, hi, I'm Moses. Try my kebabs. Even though there are no black people inside. Ooh. Uh, and that's your equivalent of like the street dogs where you're like, I hope they don't steal my credit card information here. No one did. <laughs> so, you know, that's yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's uh, I'll I'll touch on that in a second. Secondly, the two things I've tried to describe to people in Texas, specifically Austin, I guess, is I was explaining that. So here, when you get done with the bars, you walk over to this like food truck park and there's just like yeah. a bunch of different types of food trucks all together and they stay open until like four in the morning. And mm. that's kind of like the central hub in downtown for like getting your drunk food. There's not a lot of street vendors that are outside of that like particular area. And all I want when I'm drunk at 2.30 in the morning is goddamn street meat. It's all I crave. It's yeah, the only thing. Carne asada fries, my dude. Yeah, carne asada fries, a fucking taco. Give me a torta real quick. At the very minimum, like, give me some halal food or something. And they just have oh, these, yeah. they have these, like, street trucks. And I was trying to explain to them, like, yeah, back home, you know, we have the danger dog where it's, like, 
a person yeah. in a shopping cart with a cookie sheet and they just like light a fire underneath it and cook it on top and as i'm describing it people are giving me this weird face and when i stop describing it they go that sounds like a homeless person and i went well yeah yeah and yeah, it, might, it might be yeah. but again they got the hate inside them make the food so good make the danger dogs also are you gonna not buy a danger dog and not help the homeless exactly asshole? Come on now. You can be helping unhoused citizens and local uh, people of color, and all it takes is a little bit of food poisoning. One in every five. Yeah. Oh, 500. Yeah. One in every 500. One in every 500 is going to get you really sick, but that's. (laughs) It's going to kill you. That's a bridge that you cross when you come to it. The second thing I was trying to describe to a group of friends, uh, friends of the show, uh, Barbara um and uh barbara's partner trevor and then uh uh jess Asami and jess's uh uh partner devin we were all going to go see a movie and i was we were talking about like weird little grocery stores and i brought up aldi's and hell yeah i was like trying to describe what an aldi's is and i was like coming up with the like I was like, all, shopping at Aldi's is like going to a grocery store in a dream where you look at stuff and it's almost right, but it's not quite. It's not quite right. It's not well, quite right. And then you'll be like going down the cereal aisle, but then pick up a belt and you're like, oh, I need this. And then buy it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I I described some, it to somebody, which by the way, Aldi is owned by the Trader Joe's people. That's why it's all private label is it's like their stuff. And sometimes they'll test stuff there, whatever. I described it as shopping in the refugee tent mm. because it's like just boxes that they bought at Costco and ripped open is what it looks like. Yeah. Shopping at Aldi's is like going to Omega Mart in real life. It's just, yes. it's slightly off-putting. It makes me feel like I smoked too much before I went to the grocery store. It's very like... It's a bizarre experience, but they're also like very clean and efficient. I assume it's mm-hmm. what it feels like to shop in Germany, if I'm being honest with you, at like a grocery um, store. Gro- I, the only grocery stores I went into in Germany were very fancy, so I I don't know. But I would assume so. I mean, because they are very clean and efficient. Yeah, that's the thing is they're just very clean, very efficient. But I was just describing Aldi's to these people, and they all just have this weird face like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, what is... What? Is there some, like the reason the way that I'm explaining this is it like not making sense and they're like no we get what you're doing and I go what are you talking about and <laughs> Trevor Trevor goes look Armando we know Aldi's isn't real we know that you're setting us up for a joke what? where you're going to say Aldi's nuts and I <laughs> <laughs> Aldi's farm fresh nuts <laughs> I couldn't stop fucking laughing because I was like, that is something I would do, but I need you to <laughs> see that Aldi's is real. Is real. <laughs> oh, oh, just fired by Aldi's eggs and Aldi's breads. Oh man. And Aldi's bags of shredded cheese and Aldi's dick. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the last thing that I wanted to touch on was a story that happened while we were, uh, while we were on break, which is that I got my card scammed. 
Uh, <laughs> Did you find out why? No, I, I still haven't been able to find out how or why. Uh, the story is is on Memorial Day, um, a bank holiday in, in the United States. I decided to check my card or at least my bank account and realized that I was like uh, overdrafted by a couple thousand dollars, which kind of scared the shit out of me. Uh, so I went to my checking account and just trying to see what the fuck's going on in there. Luckily they only had my debit card information, not like my bank information or anything. Mm. So uh, from some random place in Hong Kong, Somebody had it, it. It had shown up as somebody using my debit card uh, for a purchase in person, and then a secondary purchase of like for thirty five hundred dollars or something. So two Jeez. two purchases that when you add them up equal about six thousand dollars, and uh, it really scared the shit out of me. And like, luckily, I have a credit union and. Mm. They're very good and they have an emergency hotline and I called them and I was within 30 minutes before they closed and they were like, yeah, we'll put the money back in your account. You're all good. We'll close your debit card. You have uh, for the next 10 days because we also have to do a change of address. Realized I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. hmm, I'm a stupid idiot. Anyway, <laughs> so they were like, we're, your card's going to take a little a bit to send. So for the next 10 days, you can make purchases at ATM with the card only. And I was like, perfect. Awesome. So you know how you can go to a restaurant and pay for something and then leave a tip and then they'll change your thing to a, mm -hmm. to like, that's what the scammers did. They realized that I was onto them. Oh, shit. And so they added a tip of $1,000 to each thing and then just changed how they, ch and it charged again and went through. Um, and at that point I had to call my bank again and be like, Hey, I got to pay rent <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Um, shit. I would really like to not, <laughs> to not have to like dip into savings or do any of this weird shit. And also, can I please have my money back, please? Yeah. And so, uh, they straight up, they were like, yeah, this is how it happened. They explained the tip thing to me. They, uh, uh, they put provisional credits, which is their way of saying like, we'll put the money back in your account, but we do have to investigate. And I was like, dude, you don't have to investigate. I'm not in Hong Kong. I am provably <laughs> in Austin, in Texas, America right now. Also, look at the purchases being made on my debit card. Do I look like an international business person? No. <laughs> it's like fucking $25 at DoorDash. Fucking uh, 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 an extra thing for a game on my iPhone that I play. Uh, sometimes it's like pornography. That one was my favorite one was, uh, when she was listening down, she was like, Oh, I'm going to read the charges around it. So it looks like a couple of DoorDash orders. Um, we have this one for Apple, uh, Apple billing. Uh, this one looks like it's for, uh, Disney. And then there's this one that I don't know what it is. And I'm concerned about it because the, the Hong Kong one, you know, was, that was like, HP proxy, blah, blah, blah. It had this weird name. So I, I'm wondering, do you know what this charge was? And I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Yeah. No, that was me. And she's like, okay. All right. So you know that this is a charge that you authorized. And I was like, yeah. I, 
I sure did authorize it. Uh, turns out I only needed two minutes of it, though. So the price that you are seeing was for like an hour, turns out. Uh, <laughs> did not need the whole video. Boop, boop, boop. Anyway, very fun. And also, I hate the fact that I did not realize that if I call one of those hotlines, they could just see my entire life. Because your life really is just your oh, yeah. bank transactions. <laughs> It like Absolutely. outlines your entire like I see why people are like only pay for things in cash. The government's tracking you because it's like, yeah, if you're paying attention, you can see when I get hungry. You can see when I need to jerk it. You can see what I need to like, I don't know, pay, get money out so I can get a quarter so I can put it in an Aldi's grocery cart and push it around, <laughs> which is another thing I described to them. I was like, yeah, it costs a quarter to take the cart. And they were like, oh, what? The quarter back after. That's yeah. what I said. And they're like, well, what's the point even? I was like, so that you put it back <laughs> so that yeah. you're a decent, they have to incentivize and capitalize on human ability to be a decent human. Here's what's crazy to me. Aldi is not only a California thing. It's it's in a bunch of other states, too. Yeah. They just are not apparently here, I guess. Well, because you guys have HEB, H-E-B or whatever. Yeah. And H-E-B is like, uh, it's like, uh, what, would I, what would you call it? It's like if uh, Whole Foods drove a truck. That's what H-E-B <laughs> is. Is it sad that I knew exactly what you meant by that? I was like, all right. Yeah, I have, a, I have an accurate view now. <laughs> yeah, because it's like at least the one, the ones that I've gone to, they're really nice, and they've got like a great like deli, a great like meat counter. They make their own tortillas, and like, look, I am the first person who didn't want to believe that H E B's store made tortillas were gonna be good, but they're fucking good, dude. Like they're <laughs> they're some I hear of the, the chicken's good too. Chicken is phenomenal. Everything I've ever gotten from an HEB is great, but then they also have these like little food court sections that are really cool. Where, like, I got the other day, I got a jalapeno stuff stuffed with cream cheese, uh, wrapped in some kind of bacon, and then packed into like some kind of meat, and then cooked in a, a smoker, and then glazed with barbecue sauce. And it was like the best. And you're laughing at my real beef Cheetos. Like I, I'm offended. Yeah, because my, at no point was I like essence of cow. No, you fucking monster. You put, <laughs> <laughs> you put a cow into a coffee grinder and sprinkled it over Cheetos. My thing is somehow less gross. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, yeah, they it's it's just like they have it's very similar to a Whole Foods, but it's uh it's a lot more uh fun, I, w I guess I would say, and not at all health conscious <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Oh, but hey, we just wanted to record something for y'all uh, to let you know that one, we're okay, and also B to tell you about this fun stuff. But we are uh, actually working on the next series right now. Yes. Yes, I'm very excited about it. Uh, I meant to do it today, and then my computer had to go to the Apple Store Hospital. Uh, so when it gets back, yeah, uh, yeah. we'll be able to finish. Because right now I'm I'm zooming uh, on my phone. <laughs> yeah, and before we started recording, Paige went, hey, this one might have to be kind of quick because I'm running out of battery. Because <laughs> this is the second podcast this morning I've recorded from my phone. <laughs> oh man what a god i hope that you're you know i hope your laptop makes a nice and speedy recovery i think it'll be fine i i hope so but it, it's gonna take a couple days so 
If a laptop goes into a coma, does it still display its screensaver? Mm. If it doesn't, that's when you know to pull the plug. Oh, no. Oh, God. All right. Well, hey, I just, uh, I hope that y'all had some good times. I hope that you enjoyed hearing about Japan. Um, I have been a very, 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 very busy boy working on the new version of the Rooster Teeth podcast. And now I can officially announce it. That's right. I'm a taking over. Papa's doing his thing. Fucking I'm the uh here's the real talk. If you're a fan of Rooster Teeth, which is uh where I work, and uh also a frequent collaborator of the show, um I am taking over the Rooster Teeth podcast. It has become a new show. Uh I'm show running it with two of my very best friends, and we host it every week. It is so much fun. Uh, we've recorded like three or four test episodes for it, and each one was so good that we were like, this should just go out. Like, this is fucking awesome. And I uh, can't wait for y'all to see what we put together. So if you want to check that out, um, it's on Mondays, starting on uh, June 19th uh, on the Rooster Teeth pod or on the Rooster Teeth website. And then uh, hits audio wherever you listen to podcasts. That's your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, your your um, I don't know, Audible. Do they do podcasts po- now? Pocket Cast, Pocket yeah, Audible Cast, does Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, po- <laughs> ask Jeeves the podcast site now. Those where... weird number stations that you call into that are mm-hmm. just like five, three, two. Nine. Bye. <laughs> Paige, I don't know what it is about your tone when you're reading numbers, but something about the way you talk makes me want to kill a Kennedy. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and if you're in Kansas City, Missouri, if you tune to 92.6 between the hours of 3 a.m. and 4 a.m., you will also hear the podcast. I have ensured that that is uh, absolutely not true at all. But uh, it is fun to think about. So go ahead and check that out. Audio everywhere Tuesday. Also available for free on the Rooster Teeth site on Tuesday. You can still go watch it there. Um, And then clips will be coming out on the Rooster Teeth YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, go check that out. It's super fun. Um, I really can't wait for you to see it. I I, I know all of this sounds like generic fucking guy with a podcast telling you to listen to it shit. But I am so excited for this. And I can't wait for y'all to uh, listen. So do that. I love you. Goodbye. Good night. Good luck forever. Mwah. Hey, it's your girl, Paige. Uh, you can, if you want to hear m- my voice more, you can tune into Horror Virgin and Romancing the Pod. If you are in the Austin, Texas area from July 6th through the 9th, not only will I be at RTX and doing panels and comedy, but I will also be roast battling and potentially doing other comedy while I'm there as well. Uh, if you want to know those dates and times and ticketing information, uh, keep your eyes on my Instagram. That's where I will post it. Uh, and I think uh, that's it for me for now. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Paige Wesley on Twitter, at Rampage Wesley on Instagram and TikTok. Love you so much. Bye. Yeah. And then you know the rest of the other stuff. Only news we have for RTX is uh, we're still not sure when the panel's going to be, waiting for confirmation on that. But we are both confirmed for comedy night, baby. Baby. 
idea. That uh, there's two shows this year, seven thirty and uh, nine o'clock, I believe. Uh, there are some amazing, incredible comics performing on both shows, and then special guests, depending on which show that you go to. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I helped uh, Cody Hawkins, who I like to call uh, Hot Hand Hawkins, helped him put this whole thing together. Uh, but it was mostly, you know, him just doing his thing and really killing it. So I hope you get to go to the show. Paige and I are both on it. If you haven't already uh, gotten your tickets for that, uh, go ahead and check it out now or whenever you have a chance. I think they're available for purchase. I'm not sure. Anyway, go check that out. Uh, more information at uh, rtxaustin.com. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I think with that, uh, any further ado, let's uh, let's get out of here, Paige. Let's skedaddle. I think what I'm going to say for this one is do eat the beef flavored Cheetos. Jesus Christ. But don't drink the grape soda wine mm. uh, and don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Straight up, you got those two flipped.